Welcome to the Servative Hour, an hour of anti-conservative movement, call-in talk radio. Your call's welcome. And tonight, since it's, uh, well, actually for a few weeks before May 24th, it's Give to Lincoln Fund Drive Time. So <clears throat> this show's going to be a little different from other fund drives. I'm going to take calls and write down information if you should call in. Usually, I'll just say go to the website, and of course, you can always do that. Go to kzum.org and donate there. Uh, but if you call in, I will take your information for donating to KZUM. And if you want to get on the air, live broadcasting, to have anything to say, I will do that for you. And KZUM will do that for you. <clears throat> now, oh, yes, the topic. The topic for this May 9th, 2023 is kind of a continuation of the last two shows. This one is a review of the May 2nd, 2023 election results. And, uh, of course, the last two shows were looking forward to the election, the day of the election, the results coming in, and now it's a review of those results and what people have thought and said about them. <clears throat> Last week, I actually had someone call in and donate $100. And they said they did it because this was the only Lincoln radio station carrying uh, the results of the election live and on the air. So thank you. Happy donator. Now you might ask, uh, what is the Give to Lincoln or the Give to Lincoln Fund Drive? Well, from the GiveToLincoln.com website about Give to Lincoln Day event overview, Give to Lincoln Day is a giving day event that encourages you to contribute to Lincoln and Lancaster County nonprofit organizations between May 1st and May 24th. Give to Lincoln Day is coordinated by Lincoln Community Foundation in partnership with local nonprofit organizations. Every donation makes a bigger impact on Give to Lincoln Day because nonprofits also get a proportional share of a $500,000 matching fund made possible by <coughs> LCF and generous sponsors. That's the Lincoln Community Foundation, LCF. The purpose of Give to Lincoln Day is to promote philanthropy in Lincoln and Lancaster County. There are three primary goals. One, introduce new donors to local nonprofit organizations. Two, help Lincoln nonprofit organizations tell their stories and educate Lincoln about the positive impact they have on our lives. And three, shine a community spotlight on this day of charitable giving to raise substantial amount of new money to assist the local nonprofit network. 
give to Dink give to Lincoln Day is intended to be a bonus fundraising opportunity for local nonprofits in our community. And from the KZUM website, KZUM Give to Lincoln Fund Drive, May 4th through the 10th. Of course, you can still give to the Give to Lincoln KZUM Fund until May 24th. But here it says, uh, KZUM's annual Give to Lincoln Fund Drive is running now through the end of May 10th. And we'll still take donations in the days after that. Every donation received between now and Give to Lincoln Day, May 24th, is eligible to receive additional proportional funds from the Lincoln Community Foundation. The more donations KZUM receives, the more greater amount we can receive from the matching pool of funds. <clears throat> there are plenty of cool new KZUM gifts that you can receive from KZUM. And uh, I'll just mention some of those. We have uh, for a $60 donation, a mug and coffee from the mill for $89.30 which is uh, a nod to our 89.3 FM frequency, you will receive, if you so desire, a uh, KZUM T-shirt. And it's a new one. It says KZUM Community Radio, 89.3 FM, Peace, Love, and Radio. And it has a peace sign and a heart and a boom box. And they're all flashing the peace sign and uh, dancing away. <clears throat> okay, and then for $120 contributed to KZUM, a hat with uh, 45 years, KZUM 89.3 FM on a patch that looks like an old-time type 1950s, I suppose, radio. And then for uh, $250, a choice of two gifts. And not only that... But for the servative hour, where I have a goal of getting $250 in donations, I wonder if that one I got last week will count towards that. But anyway, special premium would be a Hub Cafe gift card. And that's for a donation of $89.30 or more. They will also receive the regular thank you gift at that level. Okay. And uh, you have to pick that up at the, on the uh, KZUM premises. Premises. And if you give to Lincoln Facts, uh, Give to Lincoln will not process a donation without an email. And if anyone would like to make a donation without an email, they may drop it off to us, mail it to us, or mail it to the Lincoln Community Foundation. And that's uh, 215 Centennial Mall in Lincoln. And there's more Give to Lincoln facts, which I might get to later. Fortunately for this <coughs> topic of... A view, review of the May 2nd, 2023 uh, election results. I was able to get some articles uh, from the Lincoln Journal Star. 
by going to the recycling box and uh, finding some from May 3rd through uh, Sunday, May 7th, 2023. So I've got those at hand. Show without further ado. Oh, and if you call in, I will stop talking and I've got some long pieces of music lined up. Have uh, Barbara Seville, the uh, Fritz Reiner Chicago Symphony version. It's a very good uh, version. And then the uh, William Tell Overture, also uh, with Fritz Reiner conducting the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Yes. All right. So to begin. have <clears throat> article from NebraskaExaminer.com. Democrat Learon Gaylor Baird takes GOP's best shot, beats Geist to win Lincoln mayor's race. State's highest profile Democrat wins handily despite record outside spending against her. Spy Aaron Sandiford from May 2nd, 2023. Must have been Oh, we had this published at 11.20 p.m. while my show was still going on. <coughs> and results had just come in. Lincoln. Fast writing there. Lincoln. Months of TV, digital, and snail mail advertisements painting the capital city as some kind of criminal wasteland and waves of billboards backing change in city leadership weren't enough to help Republicans boot Nebraska's top elected Democrat from office. Lincoln Mayor Learon Gaylor Baird, a Democrat, won re-election Tuesday over former state Senator Suzanne Geist. Oh, I forgot to give the phone number. Yeah, if you want to call in, the phone number is 402-474-5086. I will take the call. I will put on the Rosini and uh, get any uh, donation information you might care to uh, hand over. <clears throat> and uh, then if you want to be on the air, I will stop uh, Fritz Reiner uh, conducting the Chicago Symphony and uh, put you on the air, if you care to be there. All right, Lincoln Mayor Learon Gaylor Baird, a Democrat, won re-election Tuesday over former state senator Suzanne Geist, a Republican. Gaylor Baird prevailed despite Geist receiving help from both the state GOP's political establishment and its populist base. Gaylor Baird earned 54% of the unofficial final vote compared to 46% for Geist. Lancaster County Election Commissioner Todd Wiltgren, Wiltgren again, <coughs> said the county had about 3,000 early voting ballots yet to count. They will be counted Wednesday. Such votes tend to follow the pattern of early voting ballots. Results, which broke hard in favor of the mayor, they also have nearly 700 provisional ballots to count Friday. Hmm. I could have probably left that out since I've got another article here. Gaylor Baird's lead widens, so already got the update on that. <clears throat> Victory overwhelming. It's overwhelming, Gaylor Baird said seconds after taking the congratulatory call from Geist. 
It's wonderful. I'm so grateful to our community, to all these people in this room, and all the thousands of people who came together to make this victory possible. It's a victory for Lincoln, for our positive vision of what we're trying to build for Lincoln. The mayor said voters rewarded her work while in office, including spending record amounts on city streets, making Lincoln police the highest paid officers in the state, replacing aging fire stations and working to find a second source of city water. Gaylor Baird said voters rejected ads funded by outside groups that distorted the reality that Lincoln remains a safe city. Two Geist supporters and their families funded most of the ads. Thomas Pede of Sand Hills Publishing and U.S. Senator Pete Ricketts, Republican, Nebraska. I'm seeing people who love this community coming out and making a statement that this is a wonderful place to live, a safe community. Taylor Baird said, We have a great quality of life and they want to keep it that way, and they are rejecting the negativity. During the campaign, the mayor painted Geist as extreme. She criticized Geist's support as a state senator for legislative bills that would restrict gender affirming care for minors and a potential abortion ban timed to when an ultrasound detects embryonic cardiac activity. <clears throat> Geist backers want Mayer to listen. Geist asked what she took away from her campaign, pointed to a room full of supporters, and said, The majority of the people who are here I met on the campaign trail, most of them are people I met because I knocked on their door, I went to their business, I met their employees, that's what this race is about. There are citizens here that need to be heard, that want change and who want her, Gaylor Baird, to listen to their issues. <coughs> Gaylor Baird said Tuesday she would keep helping Lincoln grow and prosper without leaving people behind because of who they love or what they believe. Nebraskans, she has said, need a place that governs and acts differently than the state house. The mayor also reiterated her support for abortion rights in a state that fell one vote short this year of banning abortions after an ultrasound detects cardiac activity. Geist backed that bill, legislative bill 626, as well as a near complete ban in 2022. Gaylor Baird had said electing Geist might have made it harder to recruit and retain young talent by focusing on social issues. Geist had said, oh, perception of public safety was key issue. Geist had said she wanted to avoid, quote, divisive state issues, unquote, during the campaign, and focused instead on city business. She spent much of her campaign highlighting concerns about violent crime, including shootings and homicides powered by gang-related activity. 
She had help from the Lincoln Police Union, which endorsed her bid and argued crime was worse in Lincoln than the official stats show. Damn those stats. They just don't reflect reality, do they? Or, or anyway, pushed perceptions. <clears throat> they said the city needed a mayor who would hire more officers and make them feel supported. Geist and the union criticized the mayor for joining Lincoln protesters after George Floyd was killed by Minneapolis police and limiting police responses to a city curfew, saying both decisions made it harder to recruit new officers. Hmm. Well, in answer to that, <clears throat> I have brought up what happened in Omaha and compared Lincoln to Omaha for how the protests were handled there. In Omaha, you had uh, a protester shot and killed, and then the person that shot them later shot themselves. You also had the uh, trapping of protesters on Farnham Street Bridge and holding them there for arrest rather than allowing them to disperse, for which the city of Omaha was later sued. And finally, I would point out that according to FBI statistics, these are the 10 most dangerous cities in Nebraska. This is from onlyinyourstate.com. It's from July 31st, 2022. <coughs> Uh, number one, Omaha. I think they have a Republican mayor. Uh, number two, North Platte. Uh, ditto. Three, Grand Island. Four, Nebraska City. Five, Scotts Bluff. Six, Lincoln. Don't get to Lincoln until number six. So you have... Uh, four smaller cities and one larger city... Which have uh, which are more dangerous than Lincoln? So much for the uh, cause and effect of having a democratic mayor makes you have higher crime, <coughs> which was narrative they were pushing. Anyway, back to the article. Gaylor Barrett shared police statistics throughout the campaign that showed the Lincoln crime rate at or near historic lows. She criticized Geist and the outside groups backing her bid for risking Lincoln's reputation with dystopian ads that didn't reflect residents' lived experiences. <coughs> Other issues mattered, too. Geist also blamed Gaylor Baird for the lack of affordable housing, saying city regulations and code enforcement had become too bureaucratic and burdensome to developers and builders. The city approved a record number of building permits in 2021 and 2022. However... Gaylor Baird secured... And it's true, I mean, I deliver out to the edge of the city and development and construction it's a booming I mean go south on uh, any of the far south streets 
I don't know what's happened on the north side. I don't deliver there, but the south side, yeah, it's uh, booming. See how far the city is and how fast the city is extending itself. <clears throat> uh, Gaylor Baird secured the backing of the Lincoln Firefighters Association, a union that typically helps candidates knock on voters' doors. They helped Democrats and nonpartisans overcome Republicans' narrow city advantage in voter registration. Both candidates raised record sums for the race, more than $1 million apiece. This contributed to an uncommon saturation of television ads, more than 7,000 campaign-related commercials since March, KOLN-TV of Lincoln reported this week. <coughs> A blue island in a sea of red. But in a year of conservative gains at the Capitol, the bluest voting island in a deep red sea will get four more years of a Democratic mayor. Former U.S. Senator Mike Johans remains the last Republican elected as Lincoln mayor. He served from 1991 to 1998. And, oh, I'm supposed to play a Give to Lincoln promo at this time. And I remind you, the phone number is 402-474-5086. Please call in. I'll take your information. I'll put on some Rosini, which will go on for however long it takes me to write that stuff down. And the phone number is 402-474-5086. And if you call in to donate, I'm not going to put you on the air. I will talk with you and only put you on the air if you do request for me to do that. Okay, it's someone who wants to be on the air, so here they are. Oh, howdy! This the 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 time change is different on the radio. It almost sounds like I heard you ahead of time. That's not possible. Uh, anyway, okay, I I was just curious about because I I listen to the news and uh, economy and the. And growth and the population. And actually, what made me think about this was you're talking about, or uh, okay, philosophical, deep. Why do most people not comprehend limits to growth and and uh, understand like overpopulation and and the and like oh, and let's uh, get rid of abortion because. We want more people, more people, more people, more growth, more spread, more development, more exploitation of resources, just spread and spread and grow and grow. And Dan, that, Dan. that's considered what we're supposed to just keep doing forever? Dan. That, that doesn't make any sense, does it? Uh, Dan, on Facebook, someone asked, what would you like to see in Lincoln? And I put down, because other people had put idealistic things, uh, you know, like uh, truth, justice, all that sort of thing. Uh, I, I said I would like to see more of the land at the edge of the city uh, preserved and developed to be something like Wilderness Park, a wilderness area where you could still enjoy uh, the wilderness. I was imagining on account, because Larian could have put a stop to it. Now, the development on the other side of Wilderness Park, I don't know if they ever did an environmental impact study or whatever, but if, if growth continues the way it is, Wilderness Park will 
could maybe end up kind of like Central Park in New York City. Well, at least the developers are being uh, charged for the cost of their developing, and uh, that's something which uh, our mayor is for and her opponents have been against. I was going to... It wouldn't have mattered. I was going to send her a postcard saying, what? I, I, like, why would... What makes her different from Geist then? But my sister told me that, well, there's other things besides the uh, never-ending growth. Sure. Well, uh, sending a postcard asking, what's the deal with all this growth? Why not leave some space for the uh, flowers and little animals and all that? Probably be a good idea. I think that's as good an answer as I'm going to get. Thanks. I'm, I'm listening tonight, so I'm glad I caught you in. And, and well, thanks, Dan. I saw the list out uh, in the open area outside of the studio where you had donated to many other shows. And though you have not donated to my show, you are still my friend. <laughs> oh, Brian, you are my... I, we, used, we lived in the same apartment for a while, way, 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 way back when. But I shot my $60 wad, and I have to... And you sure, want to buy sure, sure, hey, hey. I understand. And what if I make 24th, then I get my mug and coffee. If you were a rich man, you would donate every, 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 every show. <laughs> yeah, well, I understand, Dan, and thank you for calling in. I'm going to get right. back to the show now. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> So, no donation there. Mm. <clears throat> so, still have the premium for a donation of uh, $89.30. That would be a gift card for the Hub Cafe. <clears throat> and you would, along with that, get the uh, <clears throat> KZUM t-shirt, which comes with an $89.30 donation, as well as the satisfaction of having given to KZUM during this Give to Lincoln Fund Drive. Oh, and it looks like we've gone past the half hour mark, which means I have to do the station identification two minutes ago. Well, as Dan said, you know, he was hearing my voice before I spoke it. It must be due to the gravity of the situation that uh, the topics entertain your participation. Okay, <clears throat> this is KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD 89.3 FM, KZUM.org online. Okay, uh, had I finished that article? Almost. Let's see, a blue island in a sea of red. But in a year of conservative gains at the Capitol, the bluest voting island in a deep red sea will get four more years of Democratic mayor, former U.S. Senator Mike Johans, remains the last Republican elected as Lincoln mayor. Oh, I already read that part. <clears throat> Let's see. I already read that part. Okay. Uh, still the night belonged to Demo Nebraska Democrats and Gaylor Baird. Nebraska Democratic Party Chair Jane Klebe said Tuesday's election shows Democrats are, quote, stronger than we get credit. She said winning took a mayor with a strong record of service, a unified party with grassroots support, and a public that valued freedom and a level playing field. 
quote, the Republican Party, not just in Nebraska, but across the country, has become so extreme that voters of all political stripes are choosing candidates that bring hope and simple kindness to the table, end quote. <clears throat> and have a comment from, uh, actually an article from uh, Dennis Crawford on uh, at uh, Dennis Crawford... DennisPCrawford.medium.com The Democratic Landslide The results are in and the Lancaster County Democrats won a landslide victory in the Lincoln City elections. It wasn't even close. Incumbent Mayor Learon Gaylor Baird defeated former State Senator Suzanne Geist by a 54% to 45% margin most political prognosticators predicted a close election. Lincoln has had close mayoral elections in the past. <clears throat> the Democrats did well in the city council elections. The winners are as follows. James Michael Bowers, Lincoln City Council District 1. Justin Carlson, Lincoln City Council District 3. Brody Weber, Lincoln City Council District 4. Uh, the Democrats easily maintained their commanding 6-to-1 majority on the city council. The voters rewarded good governance and democratic control. <clears throat> Quote, It's overwhelming, Gaylor Baird said, after taking a congratulatory call from Geist. It's wonderful. I'm so grateful to our community, to all these people in this room, and all the thousands of people who came together to make this victory possible. It's a victory for Lincoln for our positive vision of what we're trying to build for Lincoln. The truth won out over lies. <clears throat> Hope won over fear. The people defeated the powerful. It was a truly comprehensive victory for the Democrats and the people of Lincoln. Two Geist supporters and their families funded most of the ads. Thomas Pede of Sandhills Publishing and U.S. Senator Pete Ricketts. They spent approximately $1.6 million on a blizzard of dishonest and negative ads that trashed Lincoln's good reputation. At the end of the day, the people still rule. It's our city. <clears throat> the Geist television, digital, and mailer advertisements depicted Nebraska's capital city as a criminal hellhole and failed city. The GOP ads were over the top and simply not credible. They didn't match the reality that most Lincoln residents experience. Geist didn't respect the voters by trashing Lincoln, calling this town a dystopian crime hellscape alienated the proud residents of our successful city. It's not a good campaign tactic to say that Lincoln sucks. <clears throat> During the campaign, the mayor correctly portrayed Geist as an extremist in the legislature. Geist had voted with the most extreme members of her party. As a state senator, Geist voted for abortion bans, a permitless concealed carry law against LGBTQ rights, and for a middle-class tax increase. Geist tried to run away from her legislative record, but the past can't be washed away so easily. She simply wasn't a good fit for Lincoln. The Gaylor Baird campaign rolled out a series of contrast ads after the primary, informing the voters about Geist's record. This is when the voters began to tune in and pay attention. 
Braden, Brandon Bayer and Kevin Cass ran a brilliant campaign. <clears throat> the Nebraska Democratic Party issued the following statement regarding the Lincoln general election results. Lincoln voters soundly rejected the MAGA Republicans and millions dumped into the races by the Pede and Ricketts families. Nebraskans do not want our elections bought by millionaires, nor do they want constant lies told by the Republican Party. The elections were won tonight because Mayor Learon and her fellow Democrats put forward their positive ideas to continue building a welcome, welcoming Lincoln for all. <clears throat> End quote. The voters rewarded good governance and know that Lincoln is a great city. That's why the Democrats won a decisive victory. I want to thank the candidates, the campaign staff, and the volunteers for their hard work. They made a difference and have made Lincoln an even better city. This was a great win for the citizens of Lincoln, for Lancaster County, and the state of Nebraska. Lincoln will continue to be a shining city on the hill and an inspiration to all Nebraskans. And that's The Democratic Landslide by Dennis Crawford on uh, dennispcrawford.medium.com. And the phone number here is 402-474-5086. If you would like to donate to KZUM during this Give to Lincoln time when we are vying for a proportion of how much we can bring in to the uh, $500,000 being offered by the Give to Lincoln Fund. Well, I want to use at least one of these Lincoln Journal stars that I got out of the recycle box before the end of the show. <coughs> so, I'll read from the last one, which I have here from May 7th, Sunday, 2023. Record, record spending in mayoral race likely influenced voter turnout. It's by Margaret Rice, Lincoln Journal Star. If the millions funneled into Lincoln's mayoral race did nothing else, they drew voters in record numbers for a city general election, which proved pivotal for Learon Gaylor Baird when they re-elected her by a nearly 10% point margin. <coughs> 10 percentage point margin. Turnout for Tuesday's general election was 46.2%, in part, several observers said, because of unprecedented campaign spending by both Gaylor Baird, a Democrat, and Republican challenger Suzanne Geist. Gaylor Baird raised $1.7 million and cash and in-kind contributions to Geist's campaign uh, totaled $1.9 million, according to the latest filings with the Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Com Commission. For comparison, Gaylor Baird raised about eight hundred about three <coughs> excuse me, about five hundred and eighty thousand dollars when she ran four years ago. For her second campaign, she spent just over one million dollars according to the latest records, though that will likely rise in later statements because more than four hundred thousand dollars in payments to the Nebraska Democratic Party for campaign mailing costs 
are not yet accounted for on the expenditure side of the records. Geist spent $1.5 million, but that doesn't include more than $870,000 spent by a conservative political action committee funded largely by two families that opposed Gaylor Baird and supported Geist. <clears throat> Quote, I think sometimes people overemphasize the impact money can have in a campaign, said University of Nebraska-Lincoln political science professor Kevin Smith. It doesn't buy you a vote, but it can buy attention and name recognition, and those two things boost turnout. Typically, off-cycle local elections tend to fly under the radar even for people who are politically aware and involved, Smith said. This election cycle, you had to be really trying not to know <coughs> there was a mayoral race going on. Not turn on a TV, a radio, not open up a Twitter feed, look up at a billboard, or go to the mailbox, he said. Money can also allow candidates to control or attempt to control the narrative to frame their story and also that of their opponents through various media channels, Smith said. That certainly happened in this election. Geist and her supporters attacked Gaylor Baird, painting her as an insider, implying she was responsible for rising property values and attacking her on public safety, portraying Lincoln's crime as spiking during her tenure. <clears throat> Gaylor Baird leaned into Geist's record as a state senator, particularly on controversial issues similar to the culture war issues that have dominated national politics, and said she was too extreme for Lincoln. Negative campaigning works, Smith said, because people are more responsive to negative appeals than positive ones. If you are trying to appeal to a mass audience in a relatively short time span, it makes sense to play on the negative, he said, though there's no guarantee the messaging will work. Gaylor Baird had the funding to build her own narrative, and controversial bills in the legislature likely worked against Geist, said political observers from both parties interviewed by the Journal Star, who asked not to be named because of their positions. <coughs> See, although Geist resigned from the legislature after the primary, the debate over bills that sought to further restrict abortion, allow concealed carry without a permit or training, and ban gender-affirming care for young people likely had an impact on the race, those observers said. In Lincoln, where Governor Pete Ricketts and Congressman Mike Flood all lost to Democrats, those issues are important and Gaylor Baird capitalized on them. It's also possible, Smith and others said, that large amounts of money from a few deep-pocketed donors could have backfired. <coughs> Quote, If the perception among persuadable voters is that someone is trying to influence the mayoral outcome with their checkbook, it may be persuasive in the exact opposite way than the way the person writing the checks intended, Smith said emphasizing that he doesn't have data available to know if that's in fact what happened in the general election. Donations from two families made up about 65% of the donations to Geist's campaign coffers, according to accountability and disclosure records. 
Uh, the Peds and their company, Sandhills Global, donated nearly $1.09 million directly to Geist's campaign. And U.S. Senator Pete Ricketts donated $150,000. And those two sources contributed $835,000 to Together Nebraska, the conservative political action committee that paid for many of the ads attacking Gaylor Baird on public safety and property taxes. <clears throat> Geist's other top donors included Kara Whitney, the wife of comedian Larry the Cable Guy, who donated $100,000, Attorney General Mike Hilgers, who donated more than $28,000, and several donors who gave $10,000, including the Lincoln Police Union, which endorsed Geist. Gaylor Baird's largest supporters included Mike Hayes, CEO of National Research Corporation, and his wife, who together donated $255,000, and the Lincoln Firefighters Association, which endorsed Gaylor Baird, donated $75,000. <clears> Other top donors included John Wilhelm, owner of a high-tech company in the Haymarket, who donated $60,000. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Johnson, a business owner and retired attorney who gave more than $53,000. And Phil Perry, owner of a property management company in Lincoln, who donated more than $45,000. Suzanne Shore, a registered Democrat who is married to Pete Ricketts, donated $40,000. Ricketts and Shore have supported opposing candidates before, but Shore's contribution to Gaylor Baird is one of the largest she's made in recent elections. Bold Alliance, a political advocacy group that focuses on water, <coughs> land, and environmental issues, donated $10,000 and donations from a number of labor unions in Omaha and Washington, D.C., totaled $34,000. Every Town for Gun Safety, a national nonprofit that advocates for gun control, donated $1,000 to Gaylor Baird, as did a political action committee called Women Who Run Nebraska, which supports progressive women running for office in Nebraska. The money raised and spent by both mayoral candidates may influence future races by raising the financial bar, Smith said. Quote, Regardless of which side of the aisle you're on, if you're going to mount a serious campaign for mayor of Lincoln, now this precedent is set, he said. Sometimes, once the precedent is set, it just feeds on itself. <coughs> and... If you, uh, you can find that article under the headline... Record spending in mayoral race likely influenced voter turnout. That's by Margaret Reist, and that's from the Sunday, May 7th, 2023 edition of the Lincoln Journal Star. <coughs> Seems like uh, just about out of time, so I'll make a final pitch to give to Lincoln Fund Drive. And uh, we are on our way towards our goal of $45,000. You have until Wednesday, May 24th, 11.59 p.m. to make a donation that will receive a percentage 
matched by Give to Lincoln. <clears throat> so you can head to kzum.org now, or you can call in right now, although I don't know. I write slow, and that might interfere with the next person setting up. So uh, I'd have to be quick, and you'd have to be quick. The phone number is 402-474-5086. And uh, oh, maybe have time for one more article. I began this one a little bit last week. It's from uh, flatwaterfreepress.org. A new mega donor is changing Nebraska politics and declining to say why. It's by Ryan Hoffman from April 28th, 2023. But I see I really don't have time for that. So, let me thank our food sponsors, people who bring food down for the programmers and volunteers who help out with our fundraisers. I'd like to thank uh, Meadowlark, Meadowlark Coffee and Espresso for the breakfast pastries, and uh, Shongo Z for the Indian tacos, the Tam Restaurant and Pub for the salads, I used to work at the Tam O'Shander as a busboy at one time. Enjoyed their uh, chicken, uh, what was it? Chicken fillet sandwiches. Yum, yum. All right. And then the uh, Good Sense Pasta lunch packs. The Open Harvest. Thank them for their, <coughs> their vegetarian vegan uh, wraps. La Paz for the enchiladas and beans and rice, Pepe's Bistro, Bistro, Pepe's Bistro for burritos, Sea Berries for barbecue and macaroni and cheese, uh, Relish Catering for baked treats, and Motor Food for the 10 loaded mac and cheese entrees. Ooh, yum, yum. Okay, so you can go to kzum.org anytime and donate to KZUM during this Give to Lincoln Fund Drive time when whatever you donate will help us to get a proportional portion of the uh, $500,000 which Give to Lincoln has available for the nonprofits who participate. So thank you very much for listening. This has been the Servative Hour, and good night to you all.